You are listening to Basement Chronicles with Lisa Dublin, episode number 13. Hey, you made it! Welcome to my basement! I'm Lisa Dublin, a health and life coach, and I help professional and executive women to live, lead, and speak with confidence. Because you know what? Developing your confidence and deepening your faith in God is the best formula for an amazing life. So, are you ready? Let's go. Friendships. Hello, podcast listeners. What's up with everyone? Did you wake up with a fire in your heart and a determination to make it today? I sure did. Most mornings, I notice I said, most mornings, I wake up saying my confessions. I am blessed and highly favored. Above only and not beneath. The head and not the tail. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I shall lend and not borrow. And I have nothing missing and nothing broken. This last one, having nothing missing and nothing broken, is one of my favorite confessions. Because especially as a black person in a world that tries to deny my identity and my rightness, it is amazing to be able to say that. I have nothing missing, nothing broken, which is the definition of being blessed in God. Okay? So one of the things that these confessions do is to get me going, is to kind of be a shield against whatever negativity comes for the day. And it's not like I won't experience disappointment or, you know, frustration. It's just simply that I'm in a better position and mindset to be able to handle whatever comes my way. So I want to encourage you to wake up as much as possible, knowing that you have what it takes for you to conquer the day and to seize every opportunity in a mindset that will work for you. You know, one of the things that I teach in my coaching program, How to Get Unstuck Total Transformation, is the powerful morning routine. I help my clients to be able to craft a way to approach the day that doesn't really depend as much on how early you wake up, but on what you do when you do get up. So there's no point in trying to wake up two hours early when you are not an early riser. You might try and struggle to do that and then just simply fall back asleep, okay? I've had clients that that has happened to. It's way better if you are able, once you do wake up, to put yourself in a mindset and a frame of work that will get you going. So what do you do first? What do you do second? By the first hour of you waking up, What habits do you want to have put together to make sure and to ensure the success of the rest of the day? The PMR or the PER, which is the powerful evening routine, are just two tools that I just show my clients how to use to empower their lives. Anyways, I thought I would just drop that there because I know it's so important for us to be able to survive in today's world with all its distractions. But let's move on to another thing that makes our lives meaningful, friendships. I want to tell you about this woman in my life, this really good friend of mine. I really admire her. We're very much alike. But let me tell you, I stay away from her because to get that close to her is like getting very close to the sun, okay? It's just too much sometimes. I feel like I fall into myself every time I speak to her. The thing is, though, we are so in tune with each other that it seems like every time we talk, we speak into each other's souls. 
it intensely satisfies and then it is too much. I have to come up for air. I have to stay away. And you know, even as I'm speaking this out, I realize I might be that person for some of my friends. Like just too intense. It's like that time I bought a cheesecake for my birthday. Um, not too long ago. It must have been last year. I bought myself a key lime cheesecake. Just an amazing cheesecake, but intensely rich to the point where I couldn't eat more than a thin slice at a time. Worse yet, nobody at my house wanted any part of that cheesecake. Nobody liked it. And so I simply had to cut it up in little pieces and freeze them and take out a slice perhaps every week for weeks to get through that richness and that intensity of flavor in the cheesecake. But it was really good. So I hope you get what I'm saying. And my question to you is, do you have any friends in your life like that? I hope I'm not one of them. And if I am, I don't apologize. I just need to tell you, I understand why we ebb and flow. I understand why sometimes we come together and other times we stay apart. (laughs) It can get too intense. So as I've grown in Christ, however, I've literally opened my heart to loving people a lot more. The fact is that I used to be very self-absorbed and morose, especially as a teenager. Oh my goodness. Like I just didn't like people. But since coming to know Christ, I must say I've discovered that people can be fun, they can be interesting and fascinating. I've found that even though we can be very horrible and just mean to each other, I think that the fact that God loves us all means that we are also worth loving. So even though my introverted self prefers to be alone a lot of the time, I still pursue relationships just in manageable doses. How do you do friendships? Do you have several kinds of friends? Or are you okay if people don't friend like you do? Now, I'm not clingy or needy at all. In fact, truth be told, I'm quite okay by myself. And I love keeping my own company. I'm not the kind of person who needs to check on my friends every day or need them to check on me every day. In fact, that gets very irritating. That gets very tired (laughs) very soon. And I will take steps to kind of like, you know, just stay away for a while until it's comfortable to come back again. I'm just not the kind of person who needs to be in conversation or in relationship with people so consistently that it gets like I'm suffocating. I I just hate that feeling. I have to come up for air. So because I know myself to ebb and flow in relationships like that, I'm okay when people are not all into me all the time. I let them come and go without resentment and with little expectation beyond the ordinary. Respect, honesty, authenticity, and of course, being real. I do have friends that I don't hear from for months at a time, but when we do reconnect, it's almost like we spoke yesterday. And I've heard so many people speak about that, that you have friends who you don't need to see all the time, but when you do meet, It's like you just picked up where you left off. And that's great. It shows that I think the feelings are real and they don't need to be stoked and maintained. That the friendship, you know, just has settled into your soul, just like sediment there. And it's just there. I love that. Now, I do have friends who are so themselves with me and me with them that I'm just blown away. They can be a bitter ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) scandalous even, and they don't even care for the labels of the world. 
You know, the last couple of years in particular, I think my brand has grown. I'm out there on social media. My friends now know me as speaker, etc. right? They don't even care. They're like, they know me from way back when. This is who we are. And they continue to maintain the identity that we forged in the very beginning. They, they keep me very grounded and I love them for that and because of that. Here's another kind of friendship that I've recently come to appreciate. The other day, I was at my first son's basketball game, and it was immediately clear who his competition was. Even more exciting, you guys, these two people were matched up against each other, guarding each other, tussling, jostling, trash-talking, trying to gain the upper hand. And I got very excited when I saw the thrill of the fight between the two of them. I realized they were good for each other. They were healthy competition, and they spurred each other to dunk, to go higher, to go better. Do you have friends like that? So I have learned to appreciate those kinds of friends in my life. They are healthy competition. They perhaps sometimes are in the same space that I am, doing similar things, and just us being in proximity to each other like that encourages us to move higher and to go faster and to do bigger things because you look across you (laughs) and you see the other person also crushing it. Before, when I was pretty insecure about friendships, I have to admit that I would have looked at these people as, oh my gosh, they're just jealous and I just need to get away from them. Because I've become more confident in myself, especially as my faith in God has grown, I've learned that, hey, what's for me is for me. I'm confident enough in myself to know that when I see other people achieving, it's okay to be near the light. It's okay to come around them and to learn from them, learning from them, perhaps sometimes sitting at their feet and asking questions and being schooled does not mean that I am less. It actually means, truth be told, that I'm adding to my arsenal of what I can offer and vice versa if they too are humble enough to want to learn from me. And most times they are. Most times when people are in healthy competition, it's good for business. It's good for your brand. It's good for your growth. So I want to encourage you to look around you and to see those people who in your circle are that healthy competition and pursue relationship with them. Don't be afraid because it doesn't say anything about you being less. In fact, it says that you see yourself as equally a heavyweight like them. Lately, I've discovered another dimension to friendship, the spiritual dimension. I'm telling you, like, being in Christ makes everything more interesting, fascinating, and compelling. Do you have friends that you feel spiritually connected to? I mean, friends you don't need to call for you to know that they are hurting. Friends who call you at the time when you've had a thought about them or at the time when you are in mental distress and need them but haven't reached out, but somehow over the ether, something tells them that something's wrong with you. They feel it and they call you. I have friends like that, just a couple. And as I've grown in my relationship with God, and especially because I pray for my friends now, etc., I have learned to be able to hone in on what is going on with them. I do believe we are spiritually connected. I believe God connects people spiritually so that he almost makes you a sentinel in some friends' lives 
and make some friends sentinels in your own life. They are watching out for you at the spiritual level. I have come to accept such friendships as good soul ties. Yes, check it out. Not all soul ties are evil. Look at in the Bible how David and Jonathan shared this really spiritual relationship. It says that their souls were knit. And that's exactly what a soul tie is. Good or bad, it's knit. The good soul tie is good for you because it means that you are connected spiritually on so many levels that it adds to your life and it brings you closer to God as opposed to bringing you closer to any kind of darkness. I believe God puts people in our lives to minister to us at different levels and for us to minister to as well. It's almost like you have a charge in the spirit and you become their charge as well in the spirit. These connections definitely have to exist to glorify God. That is always my test. In this relationship, is it just simply me focusing on the person or is this bringing God any kind of glory? And you know, good soul ties do happen across genders. I believe that. I've witnessed that myself and been part of that in a good way, in a wholesome way. It doesn't have to have any kind of undertone that is not godly. I've also learned how to handle these soul connections over the years. Just like with regular friendships, like I know I have to take them in doses. I've learned to seek the Holy Spirit's counsel before revealing anything. Because because if you are in that kind of intense spiritual relationship with anybody, you're going to get things revealed to you. What I've realized is not everything that's revealed to you has to be told to the person. Some things you just simply have to pray about. Some things you simply have to act upon uh, in the background to make it happen for the person if you are that way connected. So think about your friendships today. How do you do friendship? Are you the call me every day type of friend? Or are you the check in when we need to kind of girl? Do you crave attention from your friends? Or are you the one who's deeply interested in them? Do you have lots of good friends or do you kind of hold everybody at a certain level, protecting your heart while you do? Who is your ride or die? Who's your sister friend, your brother friend? Who are the people who you seem to be spiritually connected to? Do you have those kinds of sentinels in your life? People who are going to check everything and say to you, hey, I don't think you should do that. Hey, watch out for that person. Sentinels are those people who sniff out danger, they sout insincerity, and they are very unimpressed with your wild declarations of love or passion or rash new ideas. I've got this friend who I always bounce ideas off, and when I do, sometimes her response is just infuriating. When I think I have this rush of a great idea, she'll just go like, hmm... In my mind, I'm like, I know she's right because instantly I see from her point of view. But I mean, I wish at some point you would first get excited and then perhaps we can settle into, okay, the logistics of it. Okay, this doesn't quite look like you, etc. No, she just goes straight for the jugular. This is not you. This is more you. This is what people want. Why don't you go that way? Not all the time, but in, in some very key and crucial areas. She has been that kind of sounding board, very critical person in my life, and I love it. So how are you handling the deep connections? So it's a good thing to pray for your friends. 
it's a good thing to get into their matters and try as much as possible to have goals for them. You know, I heard something this year that I had not heard before and I've started doing for my friends. I was in a purpose planning session that Tiffany Montgomery, my mentor from afar, she held this public purpose planning session on YouTube and it's still up. You can go look for it. I'll put the link in the show notes. And one of the things she said was she also has goals for her friends. And that intrigued me. Although, yes, I do pray for my friends. They'll reach out if they have things that need prayer, etc. I had never thought to kind of step back and look at their lives and see what they might be missing and how I can help on a consistent basis. So Tiffany said that she makes plans for her friends and goals for her friends. So for example, now she's in a position to be able to help them financially, to get them, you know, with multiple streams of income. She said one of her goals for some of her friends who still work nine to five jobs is to get them to have multiple streams of income this year. What love, you know? And she said, like for other friends who are not married but want to be, because the two things don't always go together, I do have single friends who don't want to be married, and they're okay. But for those of her friends who are still single but want to be married, she has purpose to be praying and fasting for them this year to make that a reality in their lives. And it occurred to me, hey, if I could give that kind of attention to my friends, you know, how much better would our lives altogether be for it? So that's an idea for you to make goals that are related to the friendships that matter to you the most. And let's see what becomes of it. We'll always be better for it. We'll all be better if we continue to pray for our friends and invest in their lives in tangible and intangible ways. Thank you so much for listening to Basement Chronicles. Please, Leave me a review on Apple. Tell me what you think. Talk back to me. All the links to do so are in the show notes and I'm looking forward to reading your reviews. I am Lisa Dublin. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Now, I know that you prioritize your growth and success. So if you feel stuck in any area of your life, why don't you consider life coaching? My signature program, How to Get Unstuck Total Transformation, has helped so many professional and executive women to free themselves of limiting beliefs and habits, learn to love and prioritize themselves, set firm boundaries and stick to them, be more confident, move up exponentially in their careers, and become the best versions of themselves. How badly do you want to get unstuck? How badly do you want to be the best version of you? If you desire more, take the first step right now. Go to my website, lisamdublin.com coaching and book a consultation with me. Let's talk about your coaching needs because the life you want is totally possible.